Welcome to episode number 28 of the Active Geek Podcast, entitled National Geek Day. So today is National Geek Day. It's Geek Pride Day where all the geeks wave their weirdly unique and beautiful flags to be extraordinary. But today is also big in other reasons. It's Ian McKellen's birthday. He's 77 today. And also DC announced that, well, released, not announced, they released their rebirth, their whole rebranding in the comic book realm. Uh, issue number one came out today. I purchased two copies. I can't wait to read it. And also in Marvel news, Marvel released Captain America number one with a huge, huge plot twist in the Captain America story arc. This episode is pretty quick. It's a 35-minute, at if that, episode, just basically about what makes us a geek, what geek meant when we were kids, and what it means now, and what, what we're geeky about, and what we geek over. Um, it might not be the same things that everyone else uh, kind of geeks out about, which makes it a beautiful thing, and everyone can be unique and like what they want. So without further ado, this is our very brief 30-minute, 35-minute episode of uh, the Active Geek Podcast, uh, episode number 28, entitled Geek Pride Day, National Geek Day. Enjoy. The day this podcast is going to go up, this episode of the podcast is going to go up, is National Geek Day, which is May 25th, 2016. I'm imagining it's an annual thing. I did not know that it existed. See, the wonders of the internet and the interwebs. So, let's get right to it. You consider yourself a geek, right? Yes. I consider myself a geek. Hence, active geek. Um, but growing up, geek meant a different thing than what geek means now. And we'll get to the present term of geek. But when you were a kid, uh, what do you remember? What did it mean to be a geek? It was derogatory. You know what I mean? Like, it, it meant nerdy and just like a poindexter. And, um, you know, I always envisioned when I was little was to, to take glasses and, you know, just... Um, computer nerd and stuff like that and I did not identify myself as a geek when I was a child. Yeah, I think that it definitely did have a negative connotation. Most people thought that, you know, you you were a nerd and you were a geek and I think, personally, I think there's two different uh, definitions for both a nerd and a geek. But a geek was somebody who really had no friends, sat at home and did nothing. His best friend was his mom or his dad, uh, had imaginary friends and was like really into like chess club and you know word searches and math and shit like that had a a bug collection so it definitely wasn't a a positive thing as it is now or a popular thing to be a geek um as a kid i guess i mean looking back on it now i think that i was a geek on based on everything that i liked which is what brings it is in geek culture now i liked you know i i had a, a certain thing that i was very um excited about, and I guess I would geek out for that. Um, you said you weren't classified as a geek? I, um, I was a geek, but did not class my, classify myself as a geek. Okay. Like like you said, everything I love now is what I loved back then. Yeah. I just didn't show as much. And I did. Like, I, I, I you know, had toys and video games. I did play a lot of sports, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of, like... It made me look not as much as a geek, because when when you were saying you know, staying at home all the time, and that's what I looked at as geek was a I was a kid like you didn't play sports, yeah, you you weren't active, you weren't athletic at all, um, 
But now, you know, we'll talk about this later. Geek means something different <clears throat> to me now. But back then, I, I, as I look back, I was a geek. And, you know, I, I loved action figures. I loved video games. I loved superheroes. I loved Star Wars. I loved all that. Nothing's changed. It's my view on myself has changed. Yeah, so, like, essentially there was a huge stigma to the word geek. But, like, I think the whole sports and, and, and nerd being a geek and a nerd kind of, that excuse is kind of dumb because, you know, the, if you think about it, if, you, if you're a geek and you like superheroes and stuff like that, superheroes aren't skinny, frail dudes that like math and sit at home and, you know, have no friends and whatnot. They're, like, strong athletic yeah. people. Um, and, you know, people geek out at sports as much as people we geek out as comic books. So, you know... Looking back on it, like, I was the kid, like, I played sports throughout my uh, my childhood. I played pretty much everything. But I also was the kid that was, you know, at, on my after-school programs I'd go to, I was playing Star Wars at, at a playground. Or, you know, when I was, a teen, like, growing up and to be a teenager, I was pretending to be a, a vampire slayer. And then, you know, it just kind of, like, grows, grows on you. And you, you get wrapped up in everything. So, you know... I didn't say I want to say I was a super popular kid, but I, I want to say that I was what everyone would call a geek. But looking back on it, yeah, for sure, I was I was definitely a geek. I I loved, I had, I loved stuffed animals. I had Pokemon cards and baseball cards and action figures. And when Beanie Babies were popular, I had a shitload of them. So <clears throat> I I would geek out on on a lot of things that, you know, now are okay, like, if you collect baseball cards, then you're cool with it, but if you collect comic books, people are cool with it. I just think that I was more, <coughs> I was more free to classify myself as a geek through school, especially during high school, be oh, yeah. because, because of the stigma to it. It's just, you know, if you were a geek, the girls didn't like you, if, or the, you know, the, the guys wouldn't accept you. So, and you were kind of like the black sheep, and I didn't go to school. I went to high school that was kind of intermingled with three different boroughs, so it was it wasn't all my school like my childhood friends that there. I had I had to impress all the new girls and the new kids. So yeah, it was I was a geek, too afraid to classify myself as a geek. So I was like a closet geek, I guess. And I was exactly like in high school, <clears throat> like as I was younger, I was I. You know, I, I had friends that liked G.I. Joe and X-Men and all stuff. And Spider-Man and all those superhero stuff. Um, but I went to a county technical school. And I had no friends. Day one. Knew no one. Mm -hmm. And I didn't portray myself as a geek because I wanted to make friends. And I got a girlfriend. And she was popular. So... You know, um, she ended up being prom queen. Nice. So, you know what I mean? And I was, I didn't want to be that, I guess I was putting on the front. Mm-hmm. And now I look back, I wish I was different. Um, but back then, like you said, it, you didn't want to show that you were a geek because of the, to meet girls and meet new friends and didn't want to be that nerdy kid. Um... And that's how I, like, I look back now, that's how I lived in high school, to try not to show my geek side. Yeah. But now, like, moving forward into, like, present day, 
you know, being what it, being a geek and what it means to someone now is completely different than what it meant. Oh, it's back it's we almost chic to be geek. You know what I mean? It's a, it's cool to be a geek. Yeah, if you think about it, every store sells shows ba- uh, shirts based on TV shows, movies, comic books, um, and then there's action figures and movies and CDs and every it's in the mainstream. So now it's you know if you're not a geek you're you're kind of one of the outsiders like if you don't have a, a geek card I guess and people are trying to always oh well did you read this edition of the comic book or did you see this part of the movie or did you know this and everyone's trying to one up each other and it gets repetitive and it gets super stupid too because you know we all we all have a, a certain level of being a geek like certain people will geek out about TV more than they geek out about comic books or Doctor Who versus Star Wars or you know, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, so they all have their kind of niches and, and where everybody kind of falls together. But I think being a geek now is much more accepted. Oh. In fact, that like to the point that there's a, a day dedicated to it where you can just be a geek and you can celebrate your, your fandom and you can speak Klingon if you want to, like, you know, there and people are gonna accept you. And growing up for kids now it's like, oh superheroes are popular, super comic books are super cool. You know, there's free comic book day, which is the day that we're recording this is free comic book day. Um, but you have all, all this geek culture that's kind of force-fed and shoved down your throat. So it's definitely much more accepted. Yeah, when I was... <clears throat> I had, like, superhero shirts and stuff. I wouldn't wear them out. You know what I mean? I would wear them if I'm going to a movie or something. My family, but I... Never. I think the only superhero shirt that I wore out in high school, I had an Echo Spider-Man shirt. Yeah. But now, that's all I wear. I mean, I'm wearing a Black Panther t-shirt as we're speaking. Mm-hmm. And I wear, I'll probably wear a superhero shirt tomorrow. And the day after that, like, I wear superhero shirts every day. And I'm not afraid to show it now. And I think some people still are. Because you're going to be taken, you're not going to be taken as seriously as as most people would want to. Because I still think that there are... A certain like a, a certain population of people that are like, oh, that guy is in the superheroes. He must have never grew up. He let he must have never matured as as much as we did. But you know, but those people are the ones that are like, oh, Age of Ultron's all. Let me check this out. Oh, this is a pretty good movie. And they're putting superhero shirts on their kids, or you know, they're they're in the closet reading Wikipedia about who Baron Zemo was or who Ultron is. It's just there. There are still a lot of people that are like walk into a comic book comic book store and they're like they're making sure no one sees them walk in and you know do you do you ever see that that happen oh yeah yeah you know more people are just they're still afraid to be a geek because they want to be taken seriously yeah Um, it's definitely more acceptable but i i see where you're coming to is people there are still people out there like oh he's a nerd yeah but like to think about it like you're either a geek or a hipster if you have a podcast, that's how people look at it. Like, you know, look up any blog and if it's going to be like somebody who's writing about superheroes or comics or stuff like that, or somebody who's trying to start a microbrewery. So it's either you're a hipster or a, a geek if you have a podcast. And I think that like, I'd like to think that I'm a normal person who has passions for different things as opposed to just being labeled. Um, what do you, what, how do you define the word geek? Um, I just think, like, it's something you're passionate about. You can geek out about. 
Like it doesn't. You don't have to be a geek about superheroes. You be a geek about like you were saying sports. You be a geek about cooking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You can love everything to do with cooking and try Thai cooking and Vietnamese cooking and Italian cooking and get in. It's basically submersing yourself into that culture. That's what I think geek is. Like you can be a geek of anything. It's a passion that you have that you submerge yourself into and enjoy. Yeah, I think when I said in the beginning there's a difference between a nerd and a geek, I think a nerd, where when people use the word nerd, I think that's more technologically speaking. Like more people, book. No, not even not even book, because books aren't technological. I'm thinking like people who are computer oriented and working on drones and stuff like that, they kind of nerd out on that stuff and they have a, they retain a lot of important knowledge to in one concentrated field which could be like physics or sci- uh, uh, biology or technology stuff like that where a geek is kind of everything else like you said you know you have these things called fandoms and people tend to you know they they classify themselves in one or the other but they also have they retain a lot of a geek retains a lot of information that may not be important to the masses, but is super important to them to the point that they become obsessed with it. I think that when when someone's a geek, they have their passions. They're not afraid to debate somebody on it. And they bring a lot of great, incredible information to, to the, I guess, the discussion. You know, like, I class myself as a geek, right? So I like Spider-Man and I like comic books, superheroes, Star Wars, Harry Potter medieval times, stuff like that, and I'm able to incorporate that in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. And not to the point that I'm taken lightly. Like, I can be like, oh, well, you know, this is what would have happened, and, like, somebody would say, you know, how would you survive in medieval times? And I'd say, okay, well, if you think about it, there's so many different versions of medieval times. You could look at it from Camelot, you can look at it from Westeros, you could look at it from Middle-earth, and you can look at it from, I don't know, some anything else. There's all different types of factors that could be into play. And I could give someone my survival in, you know, the medieval times again based on how I've watched episode one to present of Game of Thrones. Like, if there's a, if there's a tyrant, then I have to do this, I have to do that. And that's something that I can geek out about without people like, oh, this guy's super weird. And I may may ruffle some feathers, but I think that just bringing that type of information and making people think outside of the box makes you makes you a geek. Um, we've talked about a few things, but what are what are the main things that you you geek out about? Superheroes. Uh, I, I love superheroes. I love everything about them. I love uh, you know DC and Marvel. Um, I love movies. You know, uh, as we're sitting, I got four, almost four hundred movies sitting couple feet away from us and that's just my collection alone and my wife and my daughter have a lot more and I you know I've always collected movies as a kid um I I always don't buy the ones that I love like I'll buy some I'll try so I don't do it as much anymore because of we have Netflix and Redbox but I would used to be like oh I want to see that I'll buy it you know if it's cheap um but now I buy mostly stuff that I love from a long time ago. Um, and, I'll, and I'll watch them and I have them on my iPad and I can watch them anytime I want if I'm you know, taking a poop or just laying down. Um, and sports. I love sports. 
Always have, always will. I'm a big uh, Phillies fan. Big Eagles fan. So, uh, you know, there are some of the things that I've always geeked out about, and I always will. Yeah, I, you know, I, I tend to fluctuate towards... The one thing I like to do is like to process and obtain new information. So, you know, I care a lot about superheroes and the fantasy genre and space and animals and, and stuff of that nature. So any day that I can learn something new about them and kind of just see where I can where that can go and go down different rabbit rabbit holes is is a good day. But I also, you know, I get wrapped up in, in movies and, and television. And like I said, I I played sports throughout my child from three to present. So when I was a kid, it you know I knew knew the college that the players went to, their RBIs if it was baseball, or their yards per game if it was football and whatnot. Um, I kind of geek out towards that stuff, but you know I just I don't know. I guess I'm a, a chameleon in the sense because when people I don't know people get class, like to class themselves in different fandoms but I like to straddle the line of everything so I'll I know a lot about Marvel I know a lot about DC and Game of Thrones and you know Harry Potter and Ninja Turtles and X-Men and everything that I enjoy so I can geek out about that and people can kind of get to the point and see where where I'm coming from and I but I really do like processing the information and obtaining the stuff too like with animals and their patterns and how can I bring that into a, like a lesson plan if I'm talking to my clients or how can I relate that to a podcast or if it were a comic book, how can I relate that? Um, the last thing I kind of I geek out about is I really like to create things. I've created this podcast. I'm working on YouTube content. I, I, I write stories and I used to write music and poems and you know I like to create all that stuff so eventually I'll end up finishing something so my, you know, my fruits of the fruits of my labor can be brought to to the table, essentially. Now, people have these things called bucket lists, and a lot of people, you know, they want to travel the world, they want to have a kid, they want to, you know, visit Mount Rushmore or the Grand Canyon, stuff like that. Um, I have a I have a bucket list, and then I have a geek bucket list. <laughs> I asked you earlier in the week to rattle off some some things that would be in your your geek bucket list um so so give me a rundown what do you got you want me to go all 10 or we go back and forth um you can go all 10 all right uh no particular order because i would want to do them all mm -hmm. uh first meet the great stanley okay uh i would love to have just a one-on-one -on -one with him conversation quiz him not quiz him but uh just trying to, you know, get some information of how he did things and what he did and why he did it. And, you know, he's he's a big influence in my life. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would love to meet him. Uh, my second one would be um, Stay at Night in the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Like, I know it's not a real thing, but they have this, you know, huge set. Yeah. I would love to stay the night. Sleep over with friends and, you know, bring you. We got some sleeping bags. And stay the night in the Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. um, third, have a speaking role in Star Wars. Oh, wow. Now, I don't need a... You know, it could be a 
like a general Akbar, like it's a trap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one line, but I want to be noticed. But would it be you, or pro- would you be a creature? No, I would want to see my face because okay. I want everyone to know I'm in Star Wars, and I will be a Star Wars legend. Okay. For the rest of my life. Be a Star Wars legend. Okay. Um. And kind of in tandem with that is to meet the original cast. Of oh, Star Wars? Star Wars. Okay, so... Ford, Fisher, Hamill, even Peter Mayhew, and Kenny Baker. Okay. And Anthony Daniels. And, even though he wasn't technically the original... David Prost. No. That's Darth Vader. No, I know. But, Billy D. Williams. Oh, Lando, of course. We had an opportunity to meet him, but he uh, flaked out on the Richmond Wizard World Comic Con. And we were going to drive four and a half hours to go... Yeah, listen, that four and a half hours is a fucking day trip for me. I drove to New Orleans for a Comic-Con. True. Um, next one would be uh, to be in a Marvel comic. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, meet Stanley, like, oh, I'm going to put you in a Marvel comic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need a starring role or anything. Just kind of a little just, cameo. Just a p- pedestrian walking? Yeah, and, and it has my likeness. Okay. I, I think that would be really cool. Um, Dude, your likeness might already be in a Marvel ca- comic book. You just look for a, a a bald man with glasses, fucking Chuck Miller right there. <laughs> you don't want to meet Stanley. Uh, the other thing I would love to do, and this is probably the most practical out of all of them, mm-hmm. visit Hobbiton. Okay. It's a real place. Mm-hmm. Um. Peter Jackson created this entire world of Hobbiton. Oh, I, I know. And and it, and it's real. You know what? I mean? You can go there. You can have uh, Edith the Green Dragon, and you know, I it's probably expensive as shit. Yeah, but I I think that would be just so awesome. Yep. Um, another one. It's actually not. This also might be a, a little more obtainable too, because you can rent these. Is uh. I have two. Either take the 66 Batmobile mm-hmm. for a spin or the Tim Burton Batmobile. Okay. I think, you know, um, the tumblers are cool in, uh, in the, the Dark Knight trilogy and mm-hmm. the new Batman was cool, but, like, nothing beats the 66 Batman and then, of course, the Tim Burton one. Yeah, I don't think I would know how to drive the tumbler. No. That would scare me. I mean, the most practical is the 66. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just a, it's like an oversized... Actually, I've sat in it. I don't know if it was the original. but well, I, we, we took pictures next to the replica as well yeah. in Hamilton. Uh, I went to Wizard World a couple of years ago and I've actually sat in it. Yeah, I, I remember the picture. You were cheesing. Uh, in my glory. I'll go find that and post, post that on uh, Twitter. <laughs> a, another, um, kind of go to my first one, is, uh, but this I would be more, more extent, and actually I have a one-on-one with George Lucas. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, Star Wars is my number one franchise in life. Mm-hmm. And just to meet him and talk to him and, you know, just to know everything I can know about Star Wars. Yeah, why he why he did what he did. Yeah. So that would be great. Um, another one is, again, uh, my favorite movies are Star Wars and my favorite shows right now are Flash and Arrow. So I would love to have a speaking role on the Arrow Flash universe. Okay. You know, again, 
uh, could even be legends. Yeah. Just a just a small little, you know, it could be at a pub or something. You know what I mean? Um, what pubs are they going to? In they in, were in a pub in the first one, in, in the seventies. In, in the first what? Legends. Okay. But in Flash and Arrow, what no. fucking pubs are they going to? Nightclubs and coffee shops. Or, or or be a waiter at a restaurant and be like, may I take your order? Like, that would be... Okay. And I'm fine with that. Be a waiter at Big Belly Burger? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, a new barista at Jitters or something. Um, <laughs> you a barista at Jitters. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But the, the last one is um, not as geeky, uh, but I... Goes back to what I geek about is the movies. I would I watch them every year, and I would love to go attend the Oscars. Okay, you know, hit the red carpet. You know, well, can't you buy tickets for that? I can't. can't I think you can. I think you can buy tickets for it. I know you know what to give me for my birthday. I'm not buying them for you. I just said you <laughs> could buy them. But no, I th- I think you know. Like I said, I love movies. I love everything about movies. I love the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I love the story, the stories, the scripts, um, the acting, the directing. So uh, I think just to go there and be around all those talented people um, would be very inspiring for me. Yeah, that, that was all of them? That was number 10. So that's a good list. I brought about 16 to the table. I went a little little crazy on mine. Um, some of us, some of them, you know, we do have the... The same. So, like, the first one that I wrote was to meet Stanley. Um, had a couple opportunities, too. He was at New York last year. Supposed to be in Atlantic City this year, uh, this past year as well. Uh, just didn't happen. Uh, knowing that he's around 93, I doubt that I'll be able to get a, a, the long one-on-one time that you're having with him. But, because uh, I think he's probably only a one, one long conversation per person. Um, so, I would definitely want to meet him. Uh, a lot of mine are, like, to, to go places and to meet people. Um, but I want to meet the the Avengers cast, so I've knocked two out already. I've met Chris Evans and Hawkeye, and if we count, you know, current lineups, I've met um, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Um, if John Bernthal is in the in the mix, I've met him as well. So that's a chance that you know I want to meet Scarlett Johansson and uh, Lizzie Olsen, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and uh, I was going to call him. Yeah, it was Mark, Mark Ruffalo. I was going to call him Mark Banner. Um, but those guys. Uh, even Clark Gregg would be really cool. Yeah. Um, next one is to meet the Harry Potter cast. Yeah, that's that's um, the holy grail for you. You know, Daniel, Rupert, Hermione, uh, Matthew Lewis, and Tom Felton. Um, those two are a little more attainable because they do cons. Um, and the the Phelps brothers who do uh, the Weasley brothers, they, they attend as well. But definitely, you know, um, definitely don't want to meet Bellatrix Lestrange, Helena Bonham Carter. That's off my bucket list. If she's there, I don't want to go. But, like, just to meet, you know, the main, some of the main stars of Harry Potter. And I'm not going to be greedy and say everyone, but if they're around, get a chance to meet them. Uh, the fourth one was the same, one, is, one of the same as yours, is to visit New Zealand and see, you know, the set of Hobbit. Really? I didn't yeah. expect that one to be... I'd always, like, it, it's a great little setup that they have down there in the Shire and... I feel like I'd be a giant. I'd like to walk into the little house. I don't think you could fit in them. But I, you know, just to be there and you know, visiting New Zealand is is on my original bucket list. So why not kill two birds with one stone? Um, I've said it before. I like to write a lot of things, and I got a lot of projects that are like halfway finished. So number five is to get published, either self published or 
professionally published or whatever, or like, just have my, my work out there so people can see it. Um, I also want to go to visit where they, uh, they shot the Jedi Temple. I believe it's in Ireland. I might be mistaken. Um, but that's definitely, I want to check that out. That would be really cool. Just to, just because I can't go to Hoth and Andor and all that fun stuff. So if I can go to Ireland and like, ah, this is where Ray and, and Luke were. Um, number seven is to be an extra on a Marvel movie. It doesn't have to be a speaking role, just to be there. So that's kind of just like my Star Wars, you know. Yeah, well, you want a speaking roles. You're getting greedy. Of course. I just if, if I'm going, what I I just want to be on the on the just just to be there. And um, we I got an email about being on an extra for Doctor Strange, and I let that pass by because I got it. The, I read it the day after it was supposed to happen. Uh, number eight, I want to sit on the Iron Throne. Not not a you know a metal toilet, but. From the Game of Thrones, the actual Iron Throne, so I could be the leader of Westeros, the, the king of Westeros. Uh, number nine, I want to meet my childhood crush, Sarah Michelle Gellar, um, <laughs> who is still in her 40s and looks fantastic and then, as ever. I, I would say that's obtainable. Yeah, I think so. Well, she doesn't really do any meet and greets, but... She might. I don't, I don't care. I want to meet her. Um, number ten, I want to visit England to see some of the, the parts of where Harry Potter was shot, like Platform 9 and 3 quarters and... And, you know, where they, they built Diagon Alley and all that stuff. Um, all the, the practical parts, not the studios. Uh, Eleven, I want to meet, I want to attend San Diego Comic-Con. That's, yeah, that's a, a must. I forgot about that one. That, that would be a, t- that would, that'd be something that we would love to do. Yeah, I mean, there's, well, it's on my list, so you, you can't come. It has to be on your list. I forgot. Yeah, and you didn't add it, so it's in binding, right? And you can't, you can't come now. But I'd like to sit on panels. I sat on panels at uh, Wizard World Philadelphia and Wizard World New Orleans. And we sat on the uh, Deep Roy. We did sit at Greater Philadelphia Comic Con. <laughs> who he he is fantastic. Deep Roy. If you don't know who he is, Google his name. You'll be glad to know what stuff he was in. While attending San Diego San Diego Comic Con, I also want to attend D twenty three. It's like the Disney extravaganza where they talk about Marvel movies and Star Wars movies and the Disney movies and. Show you con- uh, concept art and all the actors come out and you get a chance to see them. I want to cosplay. Number 14. I want to cosplay. Um, That's very obtainable. Yeah, but I, not a shitty cosplay where like I put on a hoodie, like a cosplay hoodie and go out there. Like, I mean, I want you're a, talking about. I want a legit one like where I can go into a costume contest and like be considered. I don't want to just put on a Halloween costume and be like, ha. You look close enough, you can see my bulge. Like, I don't want that. I want it to be a legit costume, for sure. And I would go as Falcor from The NeverEnding Story. That that would be my go-to, Falcor, because I'm long enough. Big costume. Um, number 15, another practical one, it, and it might happen this year, is to play Quidditch. I missed my shot once. Not going to miss it again. I'm going to build a Quidditch field, and I'm going to fuck some people up. I'm the Quidditch master. Well, you played once. You you didn't play against me. I was a master. I don't know about that. I can still myself. You you were a master amongst children. I am the active geek, resident Quidditch champion. Yeah, because there's two of us, and you're the only one who who's done it. So, but still, I am good, the resident active geek Quidditch. Champion. We'll have to see, we'll we'll have to fight for that. Um, and the last one is me, J.K. Rowling. Um, just to say thank you for the Harry Potter series and what what she did. That's my bucket list. I think I can attain all of them. 
Mine aren't aren't as obtainable. Yeah, well, I you know a bucket list is meant to be something that you can you can truly obtain. Well, I would love to sleep in the Millennium Falcon. Bucket. Well, you can build a Millennium Falcon cutout like a race car bed. You can just be like, oh, I can uh, go into warp drive, come on in my spaceship bed, bring all the ladies back to that. Yeah, because my wife would love that. <laughs> what, bringing other ladies back to your spaceship <laughs> bed? Uh, I I think that's practical. You know what? I would also like to build a TARDIS. I don't know a lot about Doctor Who, but if I can have a TARDIS in my backyard and I can turn that into, like, I don't know, like a little shed where it looks cool when you open it up, I definitely want to do that. Think about it. The TARDIS is pretty fucking cool. It is. So if I could, and I could, I'm pretty capable builder. So I think I could build a TARDIS. I don't know. Like, I don't want to meet Ben Affleck. Like, I know a lot of people. I don't care about meeting uh, the DC universe. I met Stephen Amell. DC Arrow. The television universe is fine, but well, we've knocked out three. In the television universe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with Manu Bennett. Forgot about him. We might knock another one out this year if we go up back up to Heroes of Villains fans. We'll meet at least somebody. It's going to be uh, Echo Kells, who no. plays Mr. Terrific. I am not even meeting Echo. Listen, he's going to become a hero, and it's going to be pretty awesome because Mr. Terrific is a pretty cool hero. He's terrific. He wears a jacket that says Fair Play on it, and he's a tech genius. But I don't know if he's a gay superhero. But this might be the first gay superhero we see on on television, because I think original Black Canary, White Canary now, Sarah was bisexual, yeah, not full lesbian. So I think that's going to be the first one. Is there any other things you want to talk about on this this short edition of the Active Geek podcast this week? No, I, I think you know I think it was a good good episode, and we talked about what we love and. Why Why we can deserve geeks. I, I like that. Well, my parting words. I think that if you're passionate about something, you should follow through with that passion. Yep. Don't, don't worry about what other people say um, because they're passionate about something that you might not be passionate about. If you don't like sports and somebody somebody picks on you and says that you're, you know, you're a geek because you like comic books or superheroes, well, they're a geek because they like sports. Um, they geek out about the same things that we geek out about, just a different... But a different book, same book, different cover, if you know what I mean. Um, so just follow, follow what you love and, and create shit. Um, you know, make as much as you can, even if it's stuff that people don't like. As long as you like it, make it. Yeah, definitely. All right, that's all. That's all we have today. Toodles. Happy Geek Day. <laughs>